Enabling research imaging at the palm of your hand, Tissue Analytics, a net health company, has been proven to create meaningful efficiencies and precision with each wound documented within our system. Tissue Analytics allows patients to download a secure app to their smartphone and submit images and videos of wounds, as well as critical data such as patient reported outcomes. Visit us today at www.tissue-analytics.com or call 800-411-6281. Welcome back to Speaking of Wounds, a podcast by the Wound Care Learning Network. I'm Megan Tapp-Lockard, Associate Editor of Wounds, and I'll be your moderator for this installment of the podcast. We have a special guest with us today, Nico Kingtons, Vice President of Business Development at Tissue Analytics. Thank you so much for joining us today, Nico. Hi, Megan. Great to be here. Uh, as Vice President of Business Development at Tissue Analytics, a net health company, you oversee the clinical research and real-world evidence sector. Can you elaborate on what that entails? Absolutely. Uh, so with net health as well as tissue analytics, we do oversee a lot of activities and research as well as clinical trials and uh, retrospective analysis in regards to wound care and wound healing. So what I oversee is anything related to the data that NetHealth collects through their platforms uh, for retrospective analysis, as well as the use of our e-clinical mobile solution tissue analytics in clinical trials. So it's a two-pronged approach of really using and leveraging data, as well as using uh, cutting-edge mobile solution to power clinical trials. You've spent close to a decade cultivating real-world data for the realm and advancement of wound care. What motivated you to focus on wound care research and analytics? Great question. So when it comes to the specialty of wound care, um, what I noticed is it did not receive a lot of attention from the market in regards to advancements in therapeutics or leveraging real-world data you look at other specialties like oncology, they have many, many different insights and solutions that come from real world data. But one of the things that I noticed in wound care is that it's a substantial problem that we're faced with today, but it lacks the resources and the insights that can be freed or generated from real world data. And that's the data that we all generate uh, with our interactions with the healthcare system. So. Our, the notes and our charts and, and electronic medical records really unlocked a lot of insights that are maybe beneficial to the entire population. So super passionate about really leveraging the data and understanding how can we solve this big problem of chronic wounds. Uh, and that's something that, again, I, I, I have seen the value that data does for other specialties, and it holds a lot of promise for the space of wound care. Speaking of that passion that you mentioned, how did you mold that motivation into your career path? What is in your background that shaped your passion for data-driven research and marketing? That's a great question. So I, I started in business development. So really understanding the relationship between a manufacturer, a distributor with a healthcare professional began to create this curiosity on what else can we do to help empower clinicians and provide them with the right tools. So from my early days as a sales rep and really leveraging and building relationships with clinicians, 
I noticed that they really lacked the, the, the tools and the insight to be able to provide better care. And that really sparked that passion of seeing how can I play a bigger role uh, in this space and, and perhaps be a catalyst for change for clinicians that need tools. Um, so as I moved on with my, my, my role as a sales rep, uh, I saw an opportunity with NetHealth back in 2012. And I noticed that this company as an electronic medical record company we're doing some amazing things in regards to platforms that can free clinicians of time and can give them more time with patients. And, and I noticed that it, there was a large repository of data that can really release and, and provide the insights that are needed. So I've always kept this vision of leveraging technology, leveraging the data that is housed by these platforms to be able to provide tools to clinicians so they can provide that better patient experience and patient, patient care. And that's how I've, I found myself here today. So that's been the progression. I'm guessing that company that you were talking about is Tissue Analytics. Um, so Tissue Analytics is a mobile imaging solution currently being used in wound dermatology and burn-focused clinical trials spanning 38 countries at this time. How did you become involved with tissue analytics and why is there such a focus on its use in clinical research at this time? Excellent question. So I became aware of tissue analytics back around 2015. Uh, I have heard of these two biomedical engineer uh, graduates that had started a company out of uh, Johns Hopkins University. And I saw one of their pitches and I really noticed that they were really developing something remarkable. Um, you know, back in 2015, we all had iPhones or Android devices, and we began to experience how photography became more of a part of our life. You know, we're taking photos with our phones. You know, we, we've made leaps and bounds from these specialty cameras that we used to travel for vacations or, you know, the, the role of 25 images that we had in a film strip and we really had to take care of those photos. Um, so I know I, I saw that leveraging a mobile solution with a powerful camera to empower a clinician to take photos, but also measure wounds was going to be something that was gonna be incredible in the future. So I also noticed that they were working on uh, integrating with electronic medical record platforms to really give the time back to clinicians but I, what I noticed early on is that this solution can, can really empower research. So research takes place in many different places. A lot of, a lot of us think of there's a teaching university that has all the tools and all the resources to conduct a clinical trial. But the reality is that research can take place anywhere. It can take place in a patient's home. It can take place in a long-term care facility where there might be a patient that has a chronic wound. And technology is freeing research from the teaching university or the, the centralized location. So I matched those two with their vision. And I went to join Kevin and Josh, the, the two co-founders in 2018. And, and, and was really driven off that uh, need of leveraging their technology in clinical research so we can expand and allow additional clinicians 
to test, to verify, to see the efficacy and the safety of different products beyond the centralized location where they conduct and practice. Um, so from 2018 till now, we have scaled our solutions in clinical trials. And now we really do have a very robust and very powerful e-clinical platform that can help a clinician, but can also help a patient document their patient journey, their wound treatments remotely from their home or even from their care setting. Um, and we really look forward to pushing the boundaries and bringing this solution to additional, um, additional trials and additional research projects. Because our work is not done, we're barely scratching the surface. Um, and we would love to see this solution empower more clinicians and be able to help more patients with their wounds. That's fantastic. And I, I want to expand on the, the topic of decentralized clinical trials. Uh, the United States Food and Drug Administration defines decentralized clinical trials as those executed through telemedicine and mobile or local healthcare providers using processes and technologies that differ from traditional clinical trial models. How is tissue analytics being used in these decentralized clinical trials at this time? Excellent question. So when it comes to the term uh, decentralized, we've parted with uh, even cryptocurrency, uh, but it, it, or even healthcare. Um, back in 2015 or even before 20, uh, 2009, different pharmaceutical companies were experimenting on how can we breach the gap between the patient and the site. So centralization really points out at a central location where all the data is documented, where patients travel, clinicians interact with patients in a central location. So when it comes to decentralization is really enabling the flow of data or the capture of data beyond the centralized location. Um, I think this is a, a path that is very important and obviously was accelerated through the pandemic. Um, but I, I do believe that this is the way of the future because this provides so many different uh, efficiencies where patients don't have to travel, where patients can be recruited beyond the borders of, you know, the radius of a site. And it can really empower patients to be more engaged with the use of digital technologies. So what can enable decentralization or this virtual landscape when it comes to clinical trials? The very first thing that comes to mind to most is, is really the thing that we have in our pocket, our, our mobile phone, our smartphones. That can really you know, enable us to really breach the gap and not potentially not travel to a site where you can conduct the activities that you, that you have to take place through your mobile device. And with picture analytics, that's one of them, taking a photo and being able to measure a wound. That's where we came into the landscape, leveraging our mobile solution to really empower this, this decentralization in clinical trials, specifically to wound care, burn, or dermatology, where this is a key item that is most needed. So you beat me to my next question. Do decentralized clinical trials make it more feasible and accessible for patients to enroll in these trials and participate? And is there a more promising return on patient adherence during these trials? Great question. So the, the short answer is, of course, uh, yes, there's a lot of efficiencies in regards to patient engagement uh, and, and, and really 
collaborating with patients who stayed motivated through the trial. But I think in, in, a, in a longer form, um, we really have to look at these solutions as, as an enabler to help us reach a wider population, a broader population beyond really the, the borders of a, of a center or a clinic. Um, and, and that's what we see with using digital solutions or mobile solutions. Long are the days of senior patients not being able to use technology to be able to look at a form or sign a form. I think they're much more engaged today in social media. And, you know, we do have the ability to, uh, to leverage digital solutions to make them participate, number one. You know, they can participate from a long-term care facility, a home care setting, or even just from their home. And that can be breached with these mobile or digital solutions. It can also help these researchers that have a hard time recruiting patients. They can't find the patients that come in into their centers or their sites. And it can really open and, and really broader those, those borders. So now we can find patients that might be remotely, that might be under the care of a clinician that is in a different state. And it can really provide that, uh, or it can really open that funnel. So you have a, a broader set of patients that can participate in a trial. And this is something that we are experiencing today with the use of these mobile solutions or digital enable solutions to, to enable participation of new patients or maintain them and keep them engaged through the trial. So I do see the benefits there. Touching on a similar topic with this, you had an ebook come out recently called Why New Approaches to Clinical Trials Are Here to Stay. And you note, quote, over the past year, wound care clinical trials have continued to evolve. With the pandemic, more researchers explored virtual trials while promising they aren't the ultimate solution, end quote. In your eyes, what is the ultimate or gold standard solution here? Yeah, so with that quote from that ebook, which I, if you're listening to this, I would really encourage you to, to download and, and read it. It's a quick read. The, that gold standard solution that I referenced there, it's really more of a hybrid ap approach. So decentralization, sometimes in, in one end of the spectrum, may mean completely without the participation of a central site where a patient may travel to. And when it comes to wound care, that might not necessarily be the best way. Um, so a hybrid approach is more where we have a combination of both, where patients do still come in into a site and they're evaluated by a trained clinician or a physician, but we also introduce these tools to help us assess these patients remotely from their care setting. Uh, the other part that we have noticed through the pandemic is the use of traveling physicians or traveling nurses that can also facilitate that visit by traveling to the patient's home and conduct a visit at home, which is also valuable. So I really think here that the gold standard solution is to leverage these digital solutions to enable the care with traveling nurses or traveling physicians to the patient home. And also when possible, bring the patient into the site. Now you have a blended approach where you're not necessarily going full virtual, which would not necessarily be the best path for wound care, 
and also you're not going full sight, which is just the, the, the way of that we have done this for so many years. And it's really that hybrid approach of using both. I think that's what my, my view of a gold standard, in the way that I see the future moving forward. Um, and that's how I would really encapsulate that, that vision there. I want to get your perspective on one more thing, and then we can wrap it up here. So from your perspective, how do you see the wound care industry evolving to provide better or richer clinical evidence, both in the short term and long term? So in the short term, I do see a lot of value on trying and leveraging digital solutions to empower research beyond the traditional site. So leveraging solutions that can help a patient be reminded of a visit or for the patient to take a photo from home are efficiencies that can fine tune a trial and can really provide additional insight and empower these projects to leverage solutions for, for the future. And the long term is much deeper than that. So we are looking at really redefining how we in the FDA sees um, wound care uh, as a whole in regards to successful therapies, therapeutics, and treatments. And it's super important to point out uh, and give props to the work of Dr. Vicki Driver um, and also Dr. Lisa Gold, who have worked for many years and, and others, of course, and have created a, a wound care uh, collaborative community, you know, partnering with the FDA to push forward additional endpoints that can help assess the efficacy and the safety of new products. Uh, they have many other uh, items that they want to approach with this uh, community, which is very important. But in the long term, we really want to see and, and we want to uh, empower regulators here in the U.S., such as the FDA, to adopt and determine other means of measuring success when it comes to wound healing. And that starts with endpoints. Um, so that's the work that, again, is being conducted by this uh, collaborative community, but also really driving forward the use of other tools that are coming to, to the space. Uh, you know, starts with diagnostics, you know, empowering the use of diagnostics to better treat this, these wounds, uh, enable the, the uh, additional use of real-world data in a hybrid model with clinical trials to really showcase how this population is being treated today. Um, and that's a pathway that I, I do find myself being very hopeful. Uh, I see the industry as well as clinicians, you know, collaborating and really having these deep discussions to ensure that these patients receive better uh, solutions, better treatments. Um, and I think lastly, it's going to be the, the reimbursement landscape. Um, you know, unfortunately, healthcare continues to be a business and we do have to work together between industry as well as investigators, clinicians, practitioners to showcase what really does work in this rural population that we have today beyond you know, a, a randomized control trial to be able to effectively get the reimbursement and, and get the payers, you know, you know, CMS, Medicare, Medicaid, and, and private 
so they can broaden the borders of the therapeutics and the treatments that these patients could receive. And this can only be enabled with evidence. So that's a long-term solution. Short-term, again, the solutions are here. They're not going away and, and they're being adopted in clinical practice, but also in clinical research. But long-term, it's, it's a long pathway that has been built with the investments of, of many clinicians and thought leaders. And I do see the vision of this better pathway for, for wound care patients where they can receive better therapeutics and, and, and achieve better outcomes. Well, this has been a fantastic conversation, and I'd love to talk with you more, Nico, but unfortunately, we're out of time. Thank you to the listeners for tuning in, and be sure to check out hmpgloballearningnetwork.com slash site slash wound care for more podcasts, articles, and videos on various topics in wound care. Also, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Spreaker, or wherever you normally listen to your podcasts. We hope you tune into our next podcast, and thank you for listening to Speaking of Wounds.